What up, Ring Crew Army? You are listening to a brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows. And on this episode of the Square Circle Podcast, this is night four of the road to castle attack. This is the end of the first week from February 14th all the way to February 17th until New Japan Pro Wrestling picks back up the road to castle attack on Monday, February 22nd, and then... Thursday, February 25th, and then we head into the two-night event of Castle Attack, February 27th, February 28th. For the two-night event of Castle Attack at Osaka Joe Hall, we will definitely be having the English commentary team there, so that's a blessing. But I've been having fun showing off my talents on commentating the matches for you guys. I do know that some fans probably don't want to wait until the English commentary comes out because it's supposed to come out at a later date. So I decided to try my hand at commentary just because I want to get better at everything professional wrestling and probably one day get back into the ring and get better at my bumps. Yeah, that seems like a plan. That really does. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this episode is dedicated to night four. We had Bullet Club taking on Chaos yet again, but this match is definitely under some different circumstances. You can definitely feel the tension within this match about who's going to get the upper hand, who's going to be more destructive, and what's really going to happen between these guys when they branch out when come castle attack to have their separate matches and then have their tag team matches for that double night event. Just to quickly recap for this certain situation, Jay White said in his backstage comments that maybe it's time for Bullet Club to bend the rules a little bit when it comes to the double standard that New Japan Pro Wrestling has. If you guys have been keeping up with my podcast episodes, that is amazing. If you haven't, here's a quick little rundown. The reason why we got to this point where Bullet Club is questioning this double standard that New Japan Pro Wrestling has is because everybody is out to get Jay White in some way, shape or form. Sure, Jay White taunts people and manipulates people and get under their skin. But isn't that just the nature of the game of pro wrestling to try to outwit your opponents? That's all Jay White does. And his opponents so far, Ishii, Goto, and Yoshihashi has definitely taken a personal stance against what Jay White has been doing to them, especially Ishii. The more that Jay White taunts Ishii and does things against Ishii, Ishii gets angrier and he uses that anger to his advantage. And sometimes that's Ishii's downfall when it comes to fighting Jay White. Jay White is just one step ahead of Ishii and hopefully when come February 27th in his singles match at Castle Attack against Ishii that Jay White leaves his ego at the door so that way when he gets the victory over Ishii that night he can definitely begin his path on achieving his destino and becoming God. Now there's something interesting that I want to take a moment to analyze. When he said his line it didn't feel like it was his truth. Even though we all know that him defeating Kota Ibushi and becoming double champion would be everything, would be his greatest accomplishment of his wrestling career. However, 
this is the first time that he mentions it and he does it in passing. He doesn't do it all the time. Every single promo that he does for the backstage comments has always been about either a double standard, either him destroying Ishii and what is going to take for him to get back on the right path. And then just slyly throw in the one-liner of fixing his destino and becoming God. Just because he said it in a very soft way made me think that it was meant to be there as reference because he wants you to focus on him versus Ishii and him defeating Ishii. And when he does defeat Ishii, he will be the piece of the puzzle that have never fit into his destino. And then once that victory comes, then everything will be falling into place. And then I guess he will put that line of his destino and becoming God front and center Because right now he's having us focus on Ishii. And then I guess after Ishii comes the real work to get right back up there and face Kota Ibushi again. And most likely this may end up going to Wrestle Kingdom 16. Imagine this being a long year work of Jay White doing everything in his power to become God. But why would Jay want to become God when he's already King Switch? Naki Kota Ibushi off his godlike throne would obviously make him king of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And then nobody can stop him. And then Bullet Club would be unstoppable with the extra gold that they'll get around their waist and just rule Japan and rule wrestling. That's basically how it's going to go. But yeah, that was just something that I was thinking about for a while on how he said that one line and what it really means and... Just looking at it in a different way. Because again, we're focusing on Ishii and Goto and Yoshihashi. And Jay has Tamatanga and Tangaloa in his corner. And it just makes everything a little bit more sweeter to really dissect what's going on and making sure to pay attention to the fine details. Jay White is a master at adding in the fine details in his work, especially in-ring ability and promos right after and those promos make you think about everything that happened previously and start putting the puzzle piece together and maybe predicting on what's happening but that's just my little analysis there for you guys to think about that now let's jump into this eight man tag match so for chaos we have Ishii, Goto, Yoshi, and Yano taking on Bullet Club members Jay White, Tamatanga, Tungaloa, and Chase Owens. At the start of the match, Jay is standing behind the barricade to start his mind games with Ishii and taunts Ishii. And Ishii's anger almost takes over Ishii. And if he would have crossed over the barricade to get to Jay White, the match would have been over. There probably would have been repercussions. Maybe, probably not. So Jay White tells the referee to remind him that he can't go over the barricade. That's basically Jay White's safe area. In the ring, we get Goto versus Tama starting everything off. Tama first attacks Yoshi off the apron. Goto tries to knock off Loa, but Loa decides to jump off. Jay White comes in and holds Goto in the ropes to allow Tama to land in some punches. 
Goto then breaks free and hits a clothesline on Tama. Loa comes in with a surprise forearm and a punch to Goto, trying to save Tama. Now, Loa and Tama double-team Goto, punch, open palm strike, but Goto counters the gun stun that Tama does at the end. Yoshi then gets the blind tag and both Goto and Yoshihashi double shoulder tackle Loa. There's the assisted hip toss on Loa that Goto does with Yoshihashi. And then we get all four members of Chaos, Yoshihashi, Goto, Ishii, and Iano into the ring. And they do their patented windmill forearms on the back of Tamatanga. They also do the same thing to Chase when he comes in and try to save Tama. Then Ishii rushes towards Jay White. Jay White automatically jumps off the apron, goes back to his safe low area behind the barricade. But this time, Ishii decides to grab Gato, and that automatically has Jay upset. So Ishii grabs Gato, throws him into the ring, and all members of Chaos do their patented women forearms onto him. Gato now rolls out to the outside back in the ring we have goto and yoshi double teaming tama tama gets irish whipped into the corner and then yoshi comes in with a chop and goto comes in with an assisted russian lake sweep however jado hits yoshi in the back with a kendo stick and tama takes advantage of that small window of opportunity to do a back body drop onto goto so he could create some distance between them on the outside, Jay goes and attacks Ishii while Chase attacks Iano. So that way the Chaos members cannot tag out to their teammates. Loa throws Yoshihashi back into the ring. Tamatanga does a jumping headbutt to Yoshi and tags in Loa. Loa does his patented senton over the top rope onto Yoshi. Loa tags in Jay and Jay comes in with some European uppercuts to Yoshi. Yoshi tries a chop, but then Jay comes in with shoulder blocks to Yoshi. They're keeping Yoshihashi in the Bullet Club corner. This is where Bullet Club gets dangerous. Jay tags in Chase and Chase kicks Yoshi while Jay holds him. There are some short arm clotheslines by Chase. Loa gets tagged in. He comes in with a punch to Yoshi. Yoshi fires back with some forearms, trying to create an opportunity, some distance between him and Bullet Club members. However, that doesn't work. Loa gets in some high knee strikes and a jumping kick to Yoshi. Jay gets tagged in and does a headlock to Yoshi. Then as the two try to get a vertical base, Jay White just pulls Yoshi down by the hair. Sometime a little bit later, Yoshi tries for a neck breaker, but Jay counters that with an elbow. Yoshi then does a twisting kick to Jay, and this allows Yoshi to tag in Ishii. And Jay starts with forearms, but Ishii absorbs all of Jay's attacks. Ishii swings, Jay ducks, then does a chop to Ishii. Ishii fires back with a forearm, then throws Jay into the corner. Jay gets boots up. Both men start countering each other move for move until Ishii gets thrown to the outside and Jay follows. But Ishii quickly rolls back into the ring and gain momentum to do a shoulder tackle to Jay White. Ishii and Goto then take out the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga and Tangaloa. Yano trips Chase. Jay White comes back into the ring and does a Blade Runner to Ishii. Ishii kicks out at two. Then Jay White follows it up with European uppercuts, then a Death Valley driver to Ishii. However, 
Again, Ishii kicks out at two, and then Jay catches Ishii in a DDT. Neither men at this point go for a cover. Jay White rolls over to tag in Chase. Chase has the strap with him, and Ishii sees this. Chase charges at Ishii. Ishii sidesteps and pushes Chase into Yano, and Yano gives Chase a punch in the face, thus allowing Ishii to do a suplex on Chase. Ishii then tags in Yano and takes the strap away from Chase, only for the referee to try to take it away from Yano, but Yano pushes the referee down on the mat. Gato then takes the strap away, and Yano pulls the rope down as Chase charges at Yano, only to go over the top rope. Gato then throws the strap to Chase, only for Chase to be caught in a Manhattan drop by Yano when he gets back into the ring. Yano then starts taking off the turnbuckle and tosses it to Chase. The referee sees this and tries to get away from Chase, causing a distraction. So Yano then decides to whip Chase in the back. And as the turnbuckle pad falls, Yano picks it up and tries to use it against Chase, but the referee won't have it. So Yano pushes the referee, this time a little bit harder, and he takes a bump in the corner. And now an all-out brawl happens between all members of Chaos and Bullet Club. Jado comes in with a candlestick, start hitting people with a candlestick. Loa takes the candlestick from Jado to hit Yoshihashi. Jay and Gato are choking out Ishii while Chase is choking out Yano. The referee finally wakes up and sees all this. And rules it as a no contest. Neither team picks up the victory. And Bullet Club continues their destruction against Chaos. Bullet Club is definitely leaving their mark at the end of this match. And this is what Jay White was talking about in his previous backstage comments. Saying that he's going to bend the rules a little bit. He's going to basically show Chaos that... Bullet Club means business and that when you mess with Gato like that and no one really helps, it's time for Bullet Club to take matters into their own hands. Because again, Jay White in his promos has said that New Japan Pro Wrestling has showed Bullet Club, especially him, their hands and how they're going to play things, especially when the first set of offenses happen when... Goto jumped over the guardrail while he was on commentary to attack Jay White and all Goto got was a slap on the wrist when Jay White was calling for some type of consequence on Goto. Jay White demanded that New Japan Pro Wrestling take Goto out of that six man never open weight tag team championship match at the new beginning just so that way Bullet Club could get an edge, but as a consequence to the action that Goto did, because over in Japan, you're not allowed to do certain things during this era that we're currently in. So again, just to restate, Goto just got a slap on the wrist. The six men never openweight tag team championship went on as planned. And then now we are currently here where Bullet Club has taken advantage of chaos and even if the young boys did try to come in and help jay white wasn't really having it and the young boys really didn't do as much as they did the night before and jay white makes it apparent during his backstage comments for that match when he spots yuya yuya is a young lion in new japan pro wrestling and he has yuya be his model for all that JY merchandise. 
And he begins to ask Yuya what happened with the young boys coming out and picking and choosing the days for when they want to stop Bullet Club from being destructive versus when chaos wants to be destructive against Bullet Club. Yuya has no responses to any of Jay White's questions until the very final one, which is come Osaka Joe Hall on February 27th for a castle attack. Who will become victorious? Will it be Jay White or will it be Ishii? And Yuya says Ishii and Jay White chuckles at this and says that Yuya has a sense of humor even though he doesn't know how to clap. But it's all in good fun and good gesture. Aside from Jay White's backstage comments, Tama had some more backstage comments about the match. And he's been working at New Japan Pro Wrestling for 10 years. And he has accomplished a lot in those 10 years. And he was saying how Yoshihashi and Goto have tried so hard to break through, but they haven't. And... Every person that Tama has faced, he has elevated them. And you would think that the many battles that both Tama and Loa had against Yoshihashi and Goto, that they will eventually break through and become IWGP heavyweight champions, whether the Gorillas of Destiny are holding it or another tag team is holding it. But that's not the case. Yoshihashi and Goto settled for the six-man never-open-weight tag team championships with Ishii. So that sort of explains a lot in the dynamic when it comes to that maybe Yoshihashi and Goto aren't that great of a tag team, even though they've been tag teaming for what feels like and sees like a good while. I don't know the exact years of how long Goto and Yoshihashi have been teaming, but Based on the matches that I talk about with them in it, they're pretty good. They're pretty solid. However, Tamatanga is completely right in the fact that these guys have been trying for a decade to break through their own glass ceiling, lack of a better term, just to try to get the IWGP heavyweight tag team championships or just try to defeat Tamatanga and Tangaloa on their own. So it really does say a lot on Tama's backstage comments and also Jay White's backstage comments as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the end of my analysis for night four, the road to castle attack. Now I get a mini little break a four day vacation, just like the rest of the guys in new Japan pro wrestling, even though I'm not physically on tour with them doing these podcasts is really feel like I am on tour with them. It's been fun and we pick it back up on Monday, February 22nd. It's just heating up to Castle Attack and hopefully we get the outcomes that we want. I really want Bullet Club to flourish and Bullet Club to get all the gold and make sure that the wrestling world knows that Bullet Club is the real Bullet Club over in New Japan Pro Wrestling. If you guys highly enjoyed this podcast episode, make sure to show me some love. I'm over on Twitter at Marie underscore shadows. If you want to take this conversation further. Also, this will be in audio format and also in video format. If you want to listen to the audio format and you love Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you can find me at 
squared circle podcast for the direct link head over to anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast the cool thing about anchor is that you can leave me a voice message which with your thoughts your comments anything that you want to do and you could also leave me a tip it is not required if you want to do it you can you could do it via the anchor website you guys can also head over to the youtube channel type in squared circle podcast. I am not at 100 subscribers yet. So I cannot change that URL. If you want to become a part of the community, make sure to hit that subscribe button, that notification button and drop a comment below and make sure to give the video a like. If you guys want to join the newsletter community, you can do that too. Head over to theringcrew.substack.com. I have wrestling articles on there, a wrestling article about Jay White, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks. Any and all simple shares, love, comment, encouragements is all I ask for. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in on every single episode that I produce. I love talking about professional wrestling. Professional wrestling is my super passion. And with your guys' appreciation for that, I hope that my podcast, the Square Circle Podcast, gives you some type of value when you watch wrestling. Other than that, I highly thank you guys for tuning in to a episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows. And I'll see you guys on the next one.